Welcome back to another edition of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029. We also have Shyler from B1029. We are covering some of the top big entertainment stories of the week from June 27th. So we're going to get right into it. And this one, this one kind of, I think, kind of caught some people off guard. At least it did for, I know you and I, was yeah. Travis Barker being hospitalized. I'm a huge Blink-182 fan. Even in my big age, I still <laughs> I still love Blink-182. So, yeah, I, I loved... Travis Barker might have been my first crush. Really? <laughs> Much to my <laughs> dad's horror. <laughs> but, yeah, I loved... I've always loved Travis Barker. Kourtney Kardashian is living my dream life, but... It's fine. <laughs> she can have him, I guess. <laughs> well, she's taking very good care of him. I will say, you know, he's not wanting for anything. Lord knows. And and she was, you know, she's right there with him with his health scare. Yeah. And so anyway, it, it, in case you missed it. So it was I believe it was on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, when he was rushed to the hospital, he was experiencing some some major pain. And then his daughter even you know, went to Instagram and was asking for, for prayers. So, I mean, that, that, that seemed pretty serious and such, but then we, we come to find out that not to say it wasn't serious, but it it turned out to be a a pancreatitis is what he was suffering from. Well, didn't he see, I I think it's like a play on lyrics too, but he had posted God save me earlier. Yeah, that's right. But it's a song. It's part of the song with him and MJ, I believe, but Either way, like it was like, well, this is weird timing. Like he was yeah. like, for a song well, and has a pancreatitis attack. Well, I mean, I've never had a, thankfully I've never had one, but I know it's painful. So I'm sure that when you're experiencing that pain, you might be saying that at some point. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen someone go through a pancreatitis attack. It is no joke. Like it's terrifying to witness. I can't imagine how the pain actually is. My mom is one of the strongest people I think I've ever met in this lifetime. and she was in so much pain that she was like dry heaving. It's, it's no joke. Mm. Yeah. But look, there's more things that can come along with it. I mean, it, it can cause a fever, um, weight loss. If it goes on for, you know, an extended period of time, pancreatitis is, you know, it can be serious when your pancreas is inflamed like that. Whew. Yeah. So it has been painful. Well, and, and back in 2018, he was hospitalized due to um, blood clots found in his arm. So I think, Oh, That's yeah. still kind of being fresh in people's mind when that happened. It's like, oh, no. You know what? Is it another blood clot thing? Is it something related to that? So, I mean, thankfully, they know what it is, and he'll be okay. But, I mean, yeah, when that when that comes out, when someone tweets, God save me, and then, you know, his daughter asking for prayers, and you're hearing these being rushed to the hospital, you're like, oh, man, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah, well, and it, all of this was triggered by a colonoscopy. So that's great that we've got that to look forward to. <laughs> of already not being super excited about a colonoscopy. You got to worry yeah, about exactly. that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I'll laugh about it, but man, that. Uh, yeah, that's I know. Unfortunate circumstance. Yeah, but glad, glad he's going to be okay. And, uh, you know, glad we know what it is and he's going to be okay. So that, yeah. that's the main thing. Um, moving on to something else. So I don't, I don't know why, and I, and maybe it's just me, but we, we all, we always know that with the Kardashians and the Jenners, this always tends to be the case, but every time it happens, I do the major eye roll and I just get this little bit of frustration. It's like, oh, why, why do you do this? 
So we found out that Kendall Jenner and NBA star Devin Booker broke up after two years together. And then shortly after that, we see them together. There's photos of them in Malibu. They're, it looks like they're enjoying each other's company. You know, they're smiling and laughing. Well, now a source told, tells Page Six that the whole photo thing after they announced the breakup or we found out about the breakup was a PR stunt by Jenner's team. And here's the reason allegedly why. And this is a quote from the source. Her team does not want it to look like she was dumped. Her people requested the meetup. <laughs> Wait, are we are we actually going to go do this? Are we actually like, look, we don't want it to look like that you were the one that got dumped. We want it to look like that you dumped him. So let's have a meetup, you two, whether or not they want to work it out. They, they, they say they want to work it out. I guess there's still some feelings there. But let's make it look like you two are actually doing okay. And let's make it look like you dumped him. And he's the one that wanted to meet up. Are we really what what where are we in like high school? What, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Yeah, I misunderstood. I thought you meant like these old pictures were recently no. scheduled a meetup to make it yeah. look like amicable. Like, are you serious? Like right. ego, is that fragile? Kendall, you are a supermodel. You really have to stage a a, a amicable breakup to save <laughs> your ego? Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm sorry. Welcome to life. There are times where you do the dumping and there are times you get dumped. Yeah. Accept it. Move on. And not only that, but I mean, it's, it, it's, I mean, you kind of get the sympathy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of be like, <laughs> I'm so sad. Like, he broke my heart or whatever. Then you get the sympathy boat. I mean, come on. I mean, a missed opportunity. I know that she wants, I'm sure that her team wants her to be seen as strong, independent woman, don't need no man. But at the same time, like, She's human, just like anybody yeah. else. Would you ever, <laughs> could you just imagine calling up your ex post-breakup and saying, hey, can we meet at this cafe and pretend that we don't hate each other's guts for a few minutes so it looks like, you know, because in, in radio, I don't want people to think that, you know, you dumped me. Can we just get together so it looks a little more peaceful and nice? What would they well, say to you? A, my wife might have a problem with that. Okay. <laughs> and B, no, I mean, look, I would never, ever do that, ever. No. You know what? You, 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 take the, you take the lumps and you just move on, okay? That's, that's just how it is. You know, it, it might sting, it might hurt for a while, but you get over it and you move on. I would have had more respect for her if she had just been, like, on her own, out doing things. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't need to schedule the two of them together for it to seem like that. I would have had way more respect for her and like the split if there were pictures of her just like hanging out with her friends, laughing, joking, having a great time. And then I would have might have paid my team a little bit extra money to catch him on a bad day just a bad day or doctor the photos a little bit. You know what I mean? Make it look like he is miserable and yes. he's missing you. Cause that that's the power move, sweet pea. That's what I would have done. If yeah. I had dinner money. Oh yeah. I would have been like, okay, um, I need hair and makeup at my house at 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to go and have, you know, brunch with my friends. You're going to get photos of me living my best life. And then I don't care what you got to do, crawl through the dirt to get him looking bad <laughs> and make him look sad. <laughs> now, now, granted, this is a source telling page six that this is a 
you know, allegedly a PR stunt. But when that came out, it, it, it very it smells Kardashian Jenner like. It smells, Doesn't you know, it? Momager getting in there, Chris Jenner saying, "You need to make this look like this wasn't you getting dumped. You you can't have this happen." Oh yeah, it's all for your image. You've got to do it this way. I right. totally right. Then the oh, manipulation man. is. <laughs> and 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 you know when this because the manipulation we, from mile away. We we know that this is not the first case any of this has really ever happened with the Kardashians and the Jenners. You know, or, there's there's been photos, there's been PR stunts and things like that. But anytime I feel like this happens, it's almost like like oh they did it to us again. Yeah, yeah. No, I I see what you're saying now. Yeah, like I'm yeah. I'm every time I'm like I will not be duped again by you, Chris <laughs> Jenner. I will not be emotionally manipulated to care about your kids. <laughs> it's like and okay, so what 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 part of your life is actually true? I mean, is is Kim and Pete really a thing? Is is Courtney and Travis really a thing? I mean, come on, just just blow it all open for us. Let us know what is real and what is not. Unpopular opinion. I have never thought that Kim and Pete are an actual real life couple. I've from the beginning, I've been like, this is a okay. stunt in the making. Now, granted, Pete Davidson, you know, on SNL, he that's how we we kind of that's how we found out about Pete Davidson. And then all of a sudden, he like works his way up to Ariana Grande status. You're like, oh, really? Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. Okay. Like, you know, I kind of thought, oh, that's just a, you know, fling thing whatever okay and then that ended and then all of a sudden you hear he's dating kim kardashian like whoa like two two top tier a-level status celebrities back to back from pete davidson who we kind of knew from snl yeah well it's my favorite description of him that i have seen on the internet is and mgk is part of it post malone is also part of it it's like it's that guy in the kitchen like in a restaurant, mm-hmm. but not like a good restaurant. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's, like, <laughs> it's it's the guy in the way back, you know, washing dishes or flipping burgers at the greasy spoon kind of thing. And it's like, for whatever reason, girls love him. And it's not because he's conventionally attractive, because Lord knows none of those guys are, in my opinion, handsome by like society standards. But there is something about them that just oozes like sex appeal and and charisma, like every girl wants them, and no, no girl can tell you exactly why. Just like I don't know, just I just like it. I just want. And Pete, <laughs> Pete is not really the type of guy that you know needs to have that ego filled. No, I mean he just comes across as the very laid back, very low key, and he's even said it too. He's said in interviews like, "Look, I just like to hang out at home because I don't like to go out. I just like to be at home and hang out with with my girl." I mean, that's that's my ideal. He yeah. goes, I don't need I mean, he's not like I mean, yeah, he was he was at the Met Gala and, you know, he'll make the appearances he needs to make now because who he's with. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, being being in a relationship with a Kardashian, that comes with it. So if you're oh, the yeah. introvert, you better get out of that real fast if you're going to be part of the Kardashian clan. Yeah, but, I always felt like this was this is there is something in it for each of them. Mm-hmm. You know, she needs she needs someone to kind of rub in Kanye's face. And I mean, nothing and should work. Kanye. Apparently, yeah, nothing should hurt Kanye West's feelings more <laughs> than being 
you know, replaced by Pete Davidson of all people kind of thing. And then she's just going to boost, boost him up. Like there's, there's gotta be a contract somewhere where it's like, okay, we're going to fulfill our, (laughs) our ends of this contract. And then we'll amicably go our separate ways. Yeah, exactly. Also, here's an NDA sign that too. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Oh man. Well, moving on from the, from the Kardashians now, um, Chris Pratt was, is on the cover of men's health. And this is a very interesting issue because, um, Chris Pratt has lately kind of got some flack on social media for some things that he's said, and he's taking the time now to kind of clear that up or at least defend himself. One of them is he was praising his wife, Catherine Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger for giving birth to their healthy girl. And apparently some people had a problem with that because the the child that he had with Anna Ferris had some health issues when they were born and they were almost kind of like uh did you forget about your ex-wife and your child and yeah. he and when he talked about that in the interview he said he he said he cried he was like that's messed up yeah I mean, he said it like he's not the, the the son he had with Anna Ferris is 9 now and he's 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 cool he's healthy I mean, at the time it wasn't, it was scary, but it's not to say that he's not remembering his nine-year-old and and the struggles he went through. He's just praising his wife and saying, you know, hey, we got a healthy girl. But then because people are people, they have to spin that for whatever reason. Well, and and hear me out, because I'm not the biggest Chris Pratt fan. So so there there that is. Long (laughs) Long behind us are the days of what was it, Andy Dwyer from Parks and yeah, Rec. Yeah, from Parks and I Rec. I loved yeah. him in this, but I just I haven't really been on the whole bandwagon. I felt like he did Anna Ferris a little dirty when they split because it was like, oh, okay, well, you know, she's always kind of been this C D list uh, celebrity. He was the same way, and then all of a sudden he gets launched into superstardom, and now it seems like he's too good for her, and he dropped her like a sack of potatoes. And that always bothered me because, you know, they seem so good together. And that's what it was. I think that's where it came from, where, you know, he he drops her and he's talking about, you know, wanting more kids. And Anna Ferris did not want more children. She obviously had a very traumatic birth with their son. He was born premature, had all kinds of health issues. She didn't want to do it again. And he wanted more kids. So when he married the super hot, gorgeous Catherine Schwarzenegger (laughs) and had a baby with her and he had, I mean, he said what every dad says, you know, I'm so grateful and proud of my wife for giving me a beautiful, healthy baby girl. And everybody who's pro Anna Ferris was like, is this a, (laughs) is this a slight because Anna Ferris didn't give you a healthy baby because, because your son was born premature and had health issues. And it's like, was it reaching? Yeah, absolutely. It was reaching, but that's, I think that's where it comes from. It comes from the fact that he maybe didn't handle things great as he entered this new stage of his career, being an A-list celebrity yeah. uh, with his wife or his ex-wife. So now it's like, he can't win for losing. I don't know if anything he's going to do is ever going to make everyone like see him not as the guy that dumped, you know, the scary movie queen. <laughs> on a Ferris kind of thing. You know, right. she's goofy and lovable and it just, it, yeah, it just kind of sucks for him that he's always going to be tarred with this brush. But I mean, he's, 
he's doing just fine. I mean, Jurassic Park, is it Dominion? Uh, yeah. The new one. Um, he's mm-hmm. got Star-Lord's coming back in Thor, uh, Love and There's, Thunder. Yep, they're also yep. doing another another Guardians Volume 3. Exactly, yeah. He, he's so. doing fine. Um, but, yeah. Well, wasn't he upset because of, like, his religion, too? Yeah, so they they talked about that, too. And, and he, I mean... That, that's like, a very touchy issue <laughs> but no, right but he was like the poster boy for um like conservative christian values and he he was like why <laughs> it's not even yeah. really i believe right because he he i guess some there was some reports that he had attended the, the hillsong church and he's like he said look i've never been there he goes i've ever i've never actually been to hillsong i don't know anyone from that church yeah. And so he 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 said he, he talks about it and he says, I think there's a distinction between being religious, adhering to the customs created by man, oftentimes appropriating the awe reserved for who I believe is a very real God and using it to control people, to take money from people, so on and so forth. He's, and then he goes on to say that the evil that's in the heart of every single man has gloomed onto the back of religion and come along for the ride. So. I, I think that he, he's redeeming his, himself in my eyes. Yeah, and his his and his vision of being spiritual religious is trying to I don't know be as it's, pure as it possibly can, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's almost like um, I mean he's just kind of getting on to the uh, like organized religion, how organized religion especially when you look at like Joel Osteen and some of those mm-hmm. figures that are a little more an example of how not to live and maybe not the greatest example of love thy neighbor Christianity and, and to that effect. So he's, it sounds like he's, he's coming from a much purer place about his religion and spirituality than it's been portrayed or it's been spun. Yeah. And I have respect for that. Cause I mean, yeah, I'm 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 not a super religious person, so I can understand how it would really frustrate me if someone was like spinning like, the way I believe into something completely corrupt. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> now I feel bad. I mean, I'm not a fan, but I mean, I, I feel bad for him getting a bad rep. Yeah, I mean, look, I I enjoy seeing Chris Pratt in Parks and Rec, Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the Jurassic Park films. Um, I think he's funny. Um, everything that he's done, and even in the interviews that I've seen him in, he's he's funny. And yeah, he has the whole Anna Ferris thing. Yeah, that that kind of puts sour taste in people's mouths. Um, but I mean, you got to give the guy a chance to kind of defend himself a little bit, and and especially with the with the Catherine Swartz and everything. You're right. I mean, that's what every father says, no matter yeah who he has a child with. It's like you know, you know praising for you know hey you know can you know healthy girl and wife and baby are doing fine blah blah blah, and for people to kind of turn and be like well did you forget about your ex no (laughs) i mean he he can't because he has a nine-year-old son with his ex so yeah there is no possible way for him to forget about his ex they are they are forever connected by this nine-year-old son well yeah and it's and it's not even like anyone, like there's no like fault. Like you can't blame Anna Ferris for her baby coming early or 
her baby having health issues. I mean, that's like going into your garden. <laughs> like, man, I'm so grateful for my cucumber plants because, you know, I've got such a great harvest this season. And meanwhile, your watermelons are over there like, that hurt my feelings. Yeah. That's I mean, not how that works. Like, no. And nobody, nobody really cares. And I'm sure Anna Ferris is living her best life and, right. and doing mean, I, just fine. And I don't know if she, I, I don't know. I can't remember if she's seeing anyone right now or, or what her, her status is, but you know, say she were to get remarried. Okay. And she praises her husband for, Oh, you're such a good, you know, role model, whoever for my son, you know, I, are people gonna be like, Oh, did you forget about Chris Pratt being his dad? I'm sure she didn't, but well, she's Michael Barrett. Oh Yeah. And she's, yeah, he's, they're engaged, married. You know, that's a good question. She's a hunk. Good grief. <laughs> Sorry. So, so, you're, so now you're saying, well, Anna Ferris did trade up. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, they got, they got married last year. Man, good for her. See, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like, it, it's so funny because, I mean, this is like the toxicity of celebrities. We become so enamored with them and we adore mm -hmm. them so much and it's almost like we create this faux relationship with these people who don't know we exist in our heads and then we're like oh we have to go to bat for her i mean yeah. the swift the the swift fans are among right. the worst you know it's if anything happens to taylor swift it's like there are there's an army across the world that is just ready to throw down with any given celebrity it's, yeah. it's insane. <laughs> well, and I mean, I'm, I'm looking through here on, on Google and there are, there are pictures of um, Anna and Chris's son, like on Michael Barrett's shoulders. So, I mean, are, are you going to chastise Anna for doing that? Oh, well, did you, did you even think about, no. And, and, and why would you? I mean, well, see, it's interesting because didn't we do that with Pete Davidson and Kanye West? Yeah. Did we see Saint with Pete and go, oh, wait, a minute, that's not his dad. Like people break up. They date other people. Yes. That doesn't stop their kids from being their kids. It doesn't right. make them not have that parent anymore just because a breakup happened. Like we all have to move on with our lives right. and we need to uh, let celebrities do the same. Yes, they are just like us. And, yes. uh, and, and way more money, and, much yeah. more attractive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much more attention. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, but I yeah I I I kind of feel bad for Chris and him having to kind of step up on this kind of defend himself thing. And I'm sure people are gonna throw this back in his face and have some other things to say about it. But you know what, Chris got his chance to to, to speak his his mind and and you know let his feelings out on these certain issues. And you know what? You're right. No matter what a celebrity says, there's always just going to be those people that are like, just are not going to accept it or still have a problem with it. And I think that's, that's just the thing with being a celebrity. I mean, you're, you're going to have to take that. Like, look, you can, you could be 100% right, but there are going to be those people that no matter what, they're just going to disagree with you or yeah. have something wrong or have something to pick at you about. So. Well, and I remember back uh, a while back that Twitter had the like the the <laughs> the showdown of the Hollywood Chris's. So it was like, who's better, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, um, 
Chris Pine. Pine, Chris Pine, and then there might have been another one. I don't know. And he, Chris Pratt, poor guy, was voted the worst Chris in Hollywood. And all of the Mar, all of his Marvel co-stars were like, "You don't even know the guy. Like he's the greatest dude in the world. He's he's so awesome. He has fantastic comedic comedic timing. I'll give him that. Yeah. Like he does. Even like the bloopers from Parks and Rec are absolute solid gold. <laughs> he's so oh, good. Are. Yeah. But it's like you know we don't we don't know him. We don't know him. All we know is, you know, sources say, you know, reports. Yeah. It's like, well, leave the guy alone. And it, I meant him it, for waiting as long as he did. Because these yeah. rumors have been around for a long time about his, like, weird religious views. And then right. also, I mean, how old is his daughter? I mean, that it's it's been a while <laughs> since yeah. that infamous post or whatever. It's like, he's he's gone and, this long without even acknowledging right. it. Like, yeah. I'm, look, I'm no, no, for that. Nobody's perfect. You know, Maybe Chris knows himself. Look, I didn't handle that right with the whole breaking up Anna Ferris thing. You know, whatever it is, you know, we we don't know the whole story behind it. We just only know what we see on on the web. And of some of it's true, some of it's not. You decide. But, you know, we don't we're not there 24/7 inside the home to watch them and see what exactly is all going down. Yeah, so, I mean, we have you know kardashians with cameras inside their homes we don't know what really goes <laughs> yeah, on we there don't, we don't have that you don't you don't get to surf the channels like which celeb house am i going to watch today you know? <laughs> it just goes to show yeah exactly <laughs> all right well we're going to wrap things up as we always do with our wah story and this one came out earlier this week and when i read this i had to i had to stop myself <laughs> and make sure i was reading it correctly but <laughs> This is my worst fear, just so you know. This is one of my sorry. worst I, fears. I don't, I don't understand why in the first place you would let them do this. But Ben Affleck's 10-year-old son got behind the wheel of a Lamborghini SUV. This happened this past Sunday. And somehow Ben thought it was cool to let him drive and crashed into another sports car. When his son accidentally put the car in reverse. 10 years old in the front seat of a car of not only a car, a Lamborghini. Yes. A car dealership. Yes. Like, yeah, he has been Batman at one point, but he does not. He's not very. That's not very smart. That was not very smart. No. Not, a, not a smart move there, Ben. Um, the. The I mean, car the, the, to like let him sit in the front seat. Yeah, but you don't put the keys in the ignition or the or the key fob near it so he can push the button and throw it in reverse by accident. You don't nope. do that. You you keep the nope. key fob away. Like, okay, don't push any buttons. You can put your hands on the steering wheel. Now, I don't know much about the Lamborghini SUV that they were in. You know how some of the some of the electric cars now, I mean, every, every almost like every car is a push button start. So as long as you have the key fob near you, you can start the thing. But some of these have like like the gear shift is, you know, push button. So if you actually push the button, you know, obviously it'll put the car in gear. Yeah. Or they have like a little dial shifter. It's not so much the old lever shifter so much anymore. But. I'm so broke. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of my things and my wife, she knows this is like I like to watch like car reviews, even for cars that I know we'll never, ever afford in our lifetime. But it's like, oh, I just want to see what the latest Cadillac is like or, oh, what's this new electric car? You know, so I like to watch these reviews and just see people drive them. 
My dad runs a car dealership. When I first got into my mom's like newer car, um, and she has one of the dials that you just kind of, it's like a, I, I would have thought that it was the volume button for the radio. I could have sent us just absolutely screaming in a different direction. Cause I would have been like, oh yeah, crank this song up. I like it and put myself in reverse or something. I had no idea that that's how you do it. So it makes more sense that the kid could accidentally put it in reverse because he's just, you know, knobs and buttons. Like he's a kid. Of course. Yeah, but you, you, you so don't make keep sure the keys near the vehicle. Well, and maybe make sure there's no, like, if you're going to do that, like, make sure you're in, like, a small or, like, a, like a bigger area of the parking lot with no other cars around you. Look, I'm sorry. I won't even let my nine-year-old daughter get in the front seat and pretend she's driving. No. I mean, I did when I was a kid, but I grew up on a farm. So it's well, like, yeah. And I, yeah. And, I, and look, my parents did that, too. But that was during a time when you had physical keys and you had to physically put it in the ignition and actually start it. And then put it yeah. in gear. There was no key fobs back then. There, you actually physically and and look. I remember when the cars had two keys, one for the ignition and one to open the door. Yep. <laughs> that ain't the case anymore. The I truck mean, it, I learned it, to the, drive. The youngins it. today, all they know is key fobs and push button starts. That's all they know. And backup cameras. Yeah, the work truck I learned to drive in didn't even have power steering. So if I wanted to turn the wheel, I had to. I had to really want to turn the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, but uh, but thankfully no one was injured. Apparently, a rep said there was no damage, so he just you know bumped it. But still, you know, I mean, hopefully Ben and his son learned a lesson that day. Don't play around when it comes to heavy machinery, especially automobiles. <laughs> yes, at least it wasn't the Batmobile. That, well, if it was a Batmobile, I think the Batmobile would suffer no damage on the other car. On the other hand, <laughs> you know, there are yeah. so many buttons in the Batmobile, Shiler. There are buttons for, <laughs> I mean, uh, gas and uh, machine guns and rockets and flamethrower. I mean, who knows what could have happened at that point? <laughs> it could have been a mess. It could have been, been ejected out of the Batmobile for all we know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, it was just like a little bitty bump. Like, I guess the dealership said there wasn't even like any damage to report. No, no. And, and thankfully, you know, the main thing is that no one got hurt. That's the main thing. So, obviously, I'm sure, you know, Ben was definitely like, huh. And the 10 year old son is probably never, is probably going to be scarred for life for a little while when it comes to being in the driver's seat. Hopefully, that doesn't last for a while. But I have a question what's that? Do you, do you think, that the value of each of those cars has gone down due to this, you know, fender bender, so to speak? Or do you think that infamously someone's going to want to have that car specifically because, or either one of these cars specifically because of this? Oh, I know. I think I know what happened is to kind of smooth things over. Ben's like, I'll just take them both. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're getting, when you turn 16, you can have the one that you hit. Yeah. <laughs> Which Six was a years BMW, from now. right? Yeah. Six oh. years from now, you can have either one. I'm not even sure. The, the other car was a was also a, a, it doesn't say what the other car was, but obviously it was not cheap. It's a, it's a high-end dealership. Um, there's another exotic, I'm, I'm assuming. But yeah, so if, if, you're, if Ben did not purchase both of them, 
I'm sure the dealership now has it marked as the infamous vehicle that Ben Affleck's 10 year old son either used to back into or the car that was backed into. I would. I mean, I think that's a huge PR move. Yeah, I think why not? a huge campaign. You know, the Carfax shows that there was no damage. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. But it's just a scratch. We got it all touched up. It's all good. <laughs> We got the little paint pen. We're good. We're all yeah. good. <laughs> we, even, we, even, we even buffed it out. Everything was fine. Oh, God. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. You remember, we always have new episodes every Friday that drop at 3 p.m. where you can get your podcasts, Google, Apple, Audible, Spotify, Amazon. In fact, you can just tell Alexa to play Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. And we also have all of our episodes at B1029.com. So for Shyler, I'm Joe, and we'll catch you next week.